upon the Holy Spirit. Amen. So you got the old football player up here, so I'm going to go ahead and say it. Happy Super Bowl Sunday to all of you. Um, I, you know, listen, I'm sentimental. And I, I truly believe that that's a grace-filled gift from God. In fact, um, in some translations of the, of the Gospels or the, the Bible itself, uh, the word sentimental or tender-heartedness is actually synonymous with fear of the Lord. And we, I've been teaching that at ad nauseum. But that's the first gift. That's the way we enter into the, to the divine life where we receive all the gifts of the Holy Spirit. It's the first of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. But again, what is fear of the Lord? It's not that he's going to club us over the head. You know, it's, it's that I love you so much. I'm afraid of ever offending you. That's what biblical fear of the Lord means. It's a tender heartedness. We fall in love with God. Okay? And that gives us a tender heart for many things. And tender heartedness in this context is synonymous with sentimental. I, you know, I'm a patriot, for instance. You know, see all the flags on the lawn and all that stuff. Uh, and I'm also, um, I geek out about, you know, our military men and women, uh, those serving, those who have served, our law enforcement officers, because they're heroic. Or they're champions, right? They're champions. And see, that's why I'll use the Super Bowl today to just say, you know, first of all, go ahead and celebrate. This is a great American tradition. I love it. I hope you do too. You know, one of the things we've got to be careful with that doesn't get into our heart is cynicism, a cynical heart. That's a hard heart. You know, everything's dumb and stupid. You see what I'm saying? You know, get lit up about everything. What is that saying? It's saying, God, look at what you did. Look what you did over there. Look what you did. Over there. Look at, look at, look at. <laughs> you see it? And that's, see, that's the heart that fell in love with God. That's a tender heart. It's a sentimental heart. I love America. Show me. <laughs> Wait, don't do that. <laughs> but you know what I mean? And, and, and speaking of which, you know, we're, uh, because we're tender hearted, okay, we're doing, and, and I'm going to um, use some of Bishop uh, Hying's words for today's gospel. He framed it per, per, uh, perfectly. He says it's the difference between minimalism and maximalism. Okay? We've, we've seen, we've, we just had, um, two weeks ago, we had the Beatitudes. Blessed are they. Right? Happy are they. Who what? Who are meek. Who offer forgiveness who mourn with others, right? Well, what else? All that. Go back and look at the, the Beatitudes. It's talking about a tender heart, a soft heart, right? A heart that, that, that is touched by the needs of others, by the sorrow of others, uh, by a desire to want to build each other up, to forgive. Of course we forgive right away. That's what Jesus was getting at at the Gospel. You've heard it said, here's the minimal expectation. Okay, don't kill. You know, sometimes people will say, well, I'm a good person because I don't murder anybody. Really? That's the bar. That's the standard. No, not with Jesus. He's calling us to be his champions, to live a maximal life. And we do that when we fall in love with him. And it's no longer about what we have to do. Okay. I better not kill people, right? 
But what can we do? Not what we have to do, but what we can do. So not minimalism, but maximalism. And that's what happens when our hard heart, our cynical heart, our sarcastic heart, you know, is, is all of a sudden falls in love with God. Now it's like, this is awesome. Let's do this, let's do that, you know. And go ahead and, and get caught up by things like a, a great American tradition is the Super Bowl this, uh, today. Have fun, celebrate. We need to celebrate life. And again, what is that saying? I'm so grateful. You're so amazing, God. Let's celebrate. Right? That's a tender heart. It's a sentimental heart. You, know, you look at these, these players today. They've risen to the top. And they worked hard, didn't they? You know, we're, we're being called to do that as well. Actually, we're entering into our, and I'll use the, the metaphor again, our training session with Lent. And what are we doing with God? We're saying, I'm not going to do the minimal. I'm going to do the maximum. Okay? And, and that's why, too, uh, we're actually taking this particular Lent to do what we call 90 Days to Liberty. We don't want to be slavery to our sins. We don't want to be slave to... to uh, tyrants, okay? So let's call out to God like the Ninevites did. Jonah went through the town. He says, listen, 40 days more. And what did they do? They went from minimalism to maximalism all of a sudden. And then God went, well, okay. I hear you now. Proverbs 28, 14. The tenderhearted live a blessed life. The hardhearted live a hard life, a blessed life. Don't we want to live a blessed life? You know, I'm, I'm going to talk to your parents right now, to the parents right now. Be memory makers, right? Get your children excited about everything God has given us. And especially, you know, the beautiful rituals and traditions, you know, of our, of our church, of our country. Yeah, that's what we're doing here. Look at these, these uh, servers. By the way, we have Dominic, our, our seminarian, with us today. But look at them. They're not minimalists. They're maximalists. We'll look at these players today. Of course, I'm the old football player, right? I looked at my heroes. One of them is sitting in the pew. Star running back for Edgewood High School. I came in as a freshman. This guy was so good. So my brother-in-law, Joe Balistrieri, so fast. He worked hard at it. We lived at Bud, Bud Fuller's gym, didn't we? Right? We worked out. He was my inspiration. My sister landed the star running back. <laughs> but we look, we look at, and here, here we, here, here's, I'm going to bring it on home. Here again is why both were a threat? Did you hear about this FBI thing? Okay? It's, uh, a, uh, 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 somebody leaked a document. Whistleblower was the term I was looking for. That they're coming after radical traditional Catholics, they call it. You know what they're calling them? Maximalists. They could care less about the minimalists. Yeah, I'm a devout Catholic, but go ahead and kill babies. We know who we're talking about there, among many others. 
right? I don't have to follow all of what the church teaches. Minimalist. But we look at the maximalists, and here, here again, we're a threat to the radical pagan religion, the woke religion. Because why? Because we're actually taking this seriously. We're actually living by all of what God taught. That's a threat. But it's also an inspiration. Remember Jesus said, if they hated you, remember they hated me first. <laughs> right? But at the same time, the Sermon on the Mount, all about having that soft, sentimental, tender heart live in a maximum that says, what more can I do, God? You're amazing. I love you so much. I can't walk by someone who's sad or in need. I can't do it. Because I'm not a minimalist. I'm not just punching the clock to see what I can do so I don't get fired. No. This is awesome. And again, why I look at veterans and military and law enforcement and people like that, they put their lives on. Are you kidding me? That's a maximalist. Now I'm going to get up in the morning, I, I might not come home tonight. That's inspiring. These players in the field will be inspired this afternoon. How many hours did they spend in the gym working to become the best they could possibly be? That's awesome. You see, we want this church to be renewed, to be revived. We want Christianity to thrive. People need to look out and see maximalists. That's why the first Christians just soared in numbers. Are you kidding me? They're going to stick by the will of God, the truth of God, and get thrown to lions? Amen. I, wa I want what their heart pounds for, because I want my heart pounding again. You see, I've been living this hard-hearted, cynical, and sarcastic life too long. I want to go all in. We're not going to see a revival until we see champions arise. And I'll just end by saying this. Thank you. Thank you for being champions. Our remnant is getting smaller, but the remnant is made up of champions, maximalists, not minimalists, and you're among them. We're going to keep working at it. It was Bud Fuller's gym in Monroe Street back in the 70s that we worked ourselves physically. Well, it's this Lent that we're going to work at it spiritually. One last thing, I just want to remind you, one of the things that reminds us that we're called to be God's champions is we took the good example of Notre Dame, who had the tradition when they went out of the ball field, came out of that tunnel and they hit that sign that said, play like a champion today. Everyone, notice we have a sign right at the base of the stairs down here, just as you open those doors to go back out in the world. Hit that sign like the players did. It says, pray like a champion today. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen.